Good day and welcome to the NCSA Mental Health Devotion. My name is Nandi Fleming and I'll be your host for today's worship. Before we start, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for each day that you've given us, that there is breath in our lungs, that we can wake up with renewed strength, with new excitement about the life that we can live. And I pray that today will be a meaningful day in the lives of the listeners of this audio. And Lord, that every one of your children across the world, Lord, will feel, feel an invigorated strength that you have given them for this day. That they will know that today is a gift and that life is a blessing. And Lord, that we should use it accordingly. And that you will bless us when we do the best that we can with happiness, with joy, with health. And with all those things, Lord, that you wish to bless your children with because you love us. Be with us now as we open your word and send your Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts is my prayer in your name. Amen. I'd like to read for you for our verse this morning from the book of James chapter 4 verse 14. It says, What is your life? It is but a vapor that appeareth for a little while and then it vanishes away. The title for my talk today is The Fragile Life. So I'd like to share with you today an adapted version of a motivational sermon done by Billy Graham. It is a reminder of how brief life is and the importance of the quality of our lives that we live here on earth. So I want you to realize today that time is short. James chapter 4 verse 14 says, What is your life? It is but a vapor that appeareth for a little while and then it vanishes away. And for most 20-year-olds, if someone were to tell them today that life is very short and that it would pass them by in the blink of an eye, they probably wouldn't believe it or even understand it. But you need to understand how brief life is and how quickly it passes. You may understand because some of you can look back on the years of your life and you can say that it literally feels like you were in school yesterday. Every one of us is given the same amount of time in a day, 1,440 minutes per day. That is 168 hours per week. And the Bible tells us that 70 years is what God allows us. Psalms 90 verse 10, 70 years are given to us. Some even live to be 80. Some translations say if they are strong, they live to be 80. But even the best years of life are filled with pain and trouble, and soon they disappear, and they fly away. And it's interesting that humanity has never passed that magic mark, the magic mark of 70 years. The average American today lives till 70 years and 4 months. The average female American lives till 73 years and 6 months. What a thing it is when you think that you have just this one short life. If it were me, I would write down my priorities in life and I would get committed to doing these specific priorities. The Bible says, now is the acceptable time. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 2, behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You see, it is today that we should do the things that we ought to do. The things that you ought to do, do them. The classes that you ought to take, take them. The books that you ought to read, read them. The family that needs you, be there for them now. That letter that you've been meaning to write home, that phone call that you've been putting off, do that now. You see, 
You don't know if you're going to have tomorrow. The money and the kind deeds that you ought to do, do them now. Time for study. If you have to study, do it now. And people ought to witness also, witness about God and to do it now. You see, every time the clock ticks, it seems to say, do it now. Hebrews 3 verse 15 says, today, if you hear his voice. You see, because tomorrow, there might not be a tomorrow for you and me. So stop stop telling yourself, I will do it when circumstances are more favorable. You see, they may never be more favorable. And many have waited for retirement to live their lives and to find, only to find that their strength and their energy is not what it used to be. And they are unable to commit to their once cherished priorities, things that they plan to do, hope to do is now no longer a possibility. There is a warning to time. The warning is that it is running out for all of us. Time is too short to be indecisive and to vacillate between decisions. First Kings 18 verse 21, Elijah called the Israelites to a decision. He said to them, how long will you waver between two opinions? Do You see, we should not halt between two opinions. We need to realize that we sometimes only have today, that the minutes of today are important in terms of making good decisions. Make good decisions and make them today. Ask yourself, who will I serve? Joshua 24 verse 15 says, choose you this day who you will serve. Because fools say that time is long. Spend how you are going to live your life. Because the Bible tells us that God knows how he wants you to live your life. But it is still your choice whether you're going to accept his destiny for your life. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, God says, for I know the plans that I have for you. I remember when I was 18 years old, I went to go to university to study theology, heeding the call that God had placed on my heart. And I remember many of my older classmates telling me, we wish we had heeded the call of God on our lives sooner. What time we have wasted now at the age of 45, 55 to come and study theology. But it is better late than never. So the Bible is telling us, do not halt between two opinions. Life is too short to be indecisive. Make good decisions and make them today. And even if you make mistakes, just make sure that you don't make them twice. Because life is too short to make the same mistakes twice. Every morning you wake up, you have 86,400 seconds to spend and to invest. It is a gift from God. Each day, the bank called time deposits time into your account for you and for me. And God gives us this time and he expects us to use it. But you see, many of us wastes that time. Many of us leaves the money of time in our bank accounts only to disappear at midnight. It allows no balance the time, the bank of life. It allows no overdrafts, meaning that when you get time every morning, you have to spend it that day because at the end of the day, your balance of time will return back to zero and that time will be lost forever. Each day, you only get 24 hours. There are no overdrafts. You're not going to get extra time. That is the time that has been allotted to you every single day. If we fail to use these, this 86,400 seconds that is deposited into our daily accounts, we lose it. And the Bible says that we should make most of the time of our time. Ephesians 5 verse 16 says, redeem the time because the days are evil.
And truly, I'm sure that you can testify that the days in which we are living today are very evil. And there is pain and there is suffering all around. Wickedness abounds. And before you know it, your life is over, snuffed out like a candle. And you declare like Solomon that life has been meaningless and a chasing after wind. And I don't want life to be this way. I pray that life will not be this way for you. That when you get to the end and you look back, that you say that it has been meaningless. And that time has been wasted and it hasn't been spent well. You see... It is because the days are evil that we need to redeem the time, like Ephesians 5 verse 16 says. The reason we need to redeem the time while the days are evil is because when the days are evil, it gives us opportunity. Opportunity to live a meaningful life despite the evil that is around us. If ever there was a time for the gospel to come and to transform the human heart, it is now. Because you see, the darkness of life and the pain of life... That is what drives us towards the good news. That is what drives us to seek out the good news and the gospel. A gospel of healing and transformation. Jesus said, as long as it is day, we need to do the work of him that sent us. For the night is coming when no man can work. And the night is coming. The night is coming for your life and it is coming for mine. When we will rest in the grave until resurrection. And during that time we cannot live. We cannot, we cannot do that which God has called us to do because we are resting and sleeping until the resurrection. But we can learn much from our Lord Jesus Christ and how he lived his life. The meaningful life that he lived upon this earth. You see, there was a certain serenity about the work and the life of our Lord Jesus. What, mo- what was most important of in his life was the quality of life and not the length. You see, Jesus only had 33 years upon this earth and his life ended on the cross. And to the world, this seemed like a major failure at that moment. But you see, yet he said in John 17 verse 4, and this is the importance of his life. I have finished the work that thou has given me to do. And this is what is important. It is not important how long your life is. It is important to count and to realize that life is short. But it is important to realize that even if you are just allotted 33 years, that the most important task is, have you done the work that God has given you to do. It doesn't matter whether you live another year or two or even five or 50. The important question that you need to ask is, is my life's work finished? Have I completed that which God has given me to do today? Have I done what was needed to do today? Have I been faithful with the hours that have been deposited into my life bank today? Will you be able to, at the end of the day, at the end of your life, to declare, I have finished the race and I have kept the faith. 2 Timothy 4 verse 7. You see, when you go to the graveyard, you may notice that you see on the tombstones of those who have died and who are resting in Christ waiting for resurrection, you will see a few things written on their tombstones. You will see their names. You will see when they were born. You will see a stripe or a dash. And you will see the date of when they died. Don't you think it's interesting that their entire lives from the day that they were born until the day that they died came down to a little stripe, a dash, that little stripe in between the birth date and the date of death? And the question that I have for you today is, what have you done with your dash? What are you doing with your dash? 
And when you are 60 and you look back on your life, you know, you need to realize that it's about that small dash. It's that small dash. And that small dash really gives you an idea of how quickly life um, ends, how quickly life passes you by. And that life truly just feels like a dash because you blink and it's over. But what is most important is what have you done with that dash? What have you done with the hours, the minutes, and the seconds of your life? The question is, is there quality to your life? Is there quality to your life today? Is there a sincere dedication to the minutes of your life to make something good of your daily deposits? Don't be afraid to make mistakes. But remember that if you do, don't make them twice because life is too short to make the same mistake twice. Do life and do it to the best of your ability. Remember, once the day is over, those seconds, those minutes, those hours are lost forever. That deposit is withdrawn and it is gone. So learn all that you can learn today. Be all that you can be today. Spend your daily minutes today because the bank of life removes it at the end of the day. Spend your life, not just in selfish pursuits, but in the things of God, the things that He has called you to do because Those are the things which will truly bring you joy and fulfillment and peace and satisfaction. You see, the most important thing is quality over quantity. To live a meaningful life, even if it's short, as opposed to a meaningless life, even though it is long and dragged out. Imagine if we were called to tithe on our time, just like we tithe on our income. To give a certain amount of our time to the Lord and say, we've spent this time in the things of the Lord and the rest of the time we've spent wisely on the things and pursuits of what we believe is important to the quality of our lives. So here's some free advice. Fill your life with the word of God today. For I have found that those who know the scriptures are the ones with power for today. They are those who live today successfully. They are those who are able to navigate the trials and the tribulations of today successfully because the word of God and the power of God is planted in their hearts. The world needs men and women of God, people who walk with God. And if you do what you can to finish the work that God has given you, then life will be meaningful. Then you will have quality over quantity. So let this be your prayer today. Lord, help us to realize the brevity and the urgency of time. Do not, however, grow anxious over the shortness of life, but rather savor and cherish each moment and take it all in, all the beauty that life has to offer, all the opportunities that God has allotted you today to make life beautiful, to make life meaningful, to work for Him, to live for Him, and to truly have a purpose in life, to truly fulfill the verse in Jeremiah 29, verse 9, where the Lord says, "Um, I know the plans I have for you so that we can live those plans. May you today spend and invest the little time that you have here in the kingdom of God in a worthy manner. The Pastoral Counseling Department of the NCSA invites you to join our daily mental health devotions. You can subscribe by WhatsApping the word yes to plus 27836584296. Broadcasts will be sent out directly to your phone each morning at 8 a.m. 
Topics are centered on biblical and psychological guidance to achieve good mental health and a balanced lifestyle despite the trials and crises of life. If you are interested in receiving these daily WhatsApp audio devotions straight to your phone, then WhatsApp the word YES to plus 27836584296. And now, may your darkness turn to light as the Son of Righteousness rises with healing in His wings.